0: Hi guys, I'm Oz and welcome to the Arcade Talks. In previous episode, we have focused on the basics of technology of artificial intelligence and its potential future, including benefits and concerns around this technology in our daily lives. Normally in this episode, we supposed to focus on NFTs, but for this week, I have decided to change the topic and moving NFTs for the next week's episode. In this episode, we are focusing on how AI has an impact on the art, details about AI art, how the AI artwork created by AI tools went mainstream on last year, and finally, the concerns and debate about the possible issues that AI artworks can lead to. Artificial intelligence is the field of science which works to build machines that mimic human intelligence through algorithms. And simply put, AI artwork is any artwork created through the use of AI. AI artists work with AI algorithms to create rules for how the machine analyzes images, sometimes thousands of images, to understand a certain creative process, such as an aesthetic or an art movement. Then, AI generates shapes, forms, patterns, and figures to create something based on what it has learned. AI artwork has its roots dated all the way back to the early conceptions of AI back in the 19th century and the advent of AI in the late 1950s. However, the creative application of AI really became its own in the last decade. With the advancements in AI technology involving how AI machines learn new concepts, a Google researcher named Alexander Mordintsev was able to create the Deep Dream algorithm in 2015 to study the way these complex computer neural systems learn visual concepts. With that, the floodgates were opened, accessibility grows, and open-source databases are more plentiful by the minute, and the application of these AI advancements form more and more AI art generators every day. AI-generated artwork has really taken off in 2022. With its growing presence and its rise in implementation, AI has proven to be a powerful yet controversial tool in the art world. Its use leads many to ask several questions. Is this art? Is this cheating? And who does the credit go to? Like I mentioned, 2022 was the year AI art final event mainstream. AI researchers advanced tools like Generative adversarial Networks, which made deepfake videos like Barack Obama's 2018 public service announcement possible and released text-to-image tools that turned simple prompts into fantastic images. The possibilities of AI are seemingly endless, and the application of this technology onto art is no exception. AI art generators have the power to be useful tools to those looking to visualize their complex ideas and see where their inspirations lie. These generators also can break down somewhat mystifying barriers for people who do not possess the physical tools or crafting knowledge allowing everyone to create. It's these powers that make AI artwork so polarizing, because what exactly is being created, after all? On the other hand, many of these AI art generators are open-sourced. For example, OpenAI's first popular tool, DALI, named after Salvador Dali and Pixar Robot Volley, was released in 2021. Then the second version of Dolly was finally released in September 2022 with wide range of improvements, more realistic and accurate images, resolution improved by 400%, and prevention set in place to stop harmful images from being created. Dolly 2 is another text-to-image generator with some incredible results. Therefore, these different forms of AI are using artworks scrapped from the internet and often without permission or proper credit. This means that everyone from Salvador Dali to small, independent contemporary artists are not exempt from AI's analyzations. As well, if someone adds your name to their written prompt, then your style will be hyper-analyzed and recreated to make something entirely new. So, this raises major concerns of everything, from copyright issues to data protection, especially since artists typically cannot opt out of having their work analyzed and used. In August 2022, Colorado State Fair's annual art competition gave out prizes in all of the usual categories, such as painting and sculpture, as usual. But one entrant, Jason M. Allen, didn't make his entry with a brush or a lump of clay. Instead, he created it with an artificial intelligence program called Midjourney that turns lines of text into hyper-realistic graphics. In the end, Jason's work took home the prize of Blue Ribbon in the fair's contests for emerging media artists, making it one of the first AI-generated pieces to win such a prize. But after the competition, there was setting off a fierce backlash from artists, who accused him of essentially cheating. However, Jason defended his work. He said that his work, which was submitted under the name of Jason M. Allen via Midjourney, was created using AI and that he hadn't deceived anyone about its origins. I'm not going to apologize for it, he said. I won and I didn't break any rules so that these applications have made many human artists pretty nervous about their own features. Why would anyone pay for art, they wondered, when they could generate it themselves? They have also generated fierce debates about the ethics of AI-generated art, and opposition from people who claim that these apps are essentially a high-technology form of plagiarism. Will AI kill art? Not likely, says artist Alexander Reben, who has been working with AI for years. In fact, we may be entering an exciting new period that changes how we think about creativity itself. He sees artwork as a playful investigation into a human-machine symbiosis and a glimpse into the possible futures of art making. He also thinks that these artworks can act as a conduit to encourage people to think about what our symbiotic future with intelligent machines might look like. Let's hear the opinions and thoughts of several artists on AI artwork and controversy on the AI-generated art. I bought this for $79, thinking it was the
1: work of a talented artist. But a robot made it. AI software called Midjourney, created by David Holz, It's one of several image-rendering programs used by millions. We're giving you this machine. It can, can kind of uh, help you imagine anything you want. His program learns the rough rules of art by scanning images on the Internet. Type in a description of any picture you want. Like I want a blue dog in the style of Art Deco. And boom. How do you respond to the idea that this is somehow a counterfeit form of artistic expression?
2: Well, we're not really selling art. We're just, we have this community that's playing with this technology. Is something new? Is it not new? I think we have a lot of social stuff already for dealing with that. like, I mean, the, the art, like the art community already has issues with plagiarism. I don't really
1: want to be involved in that. Mm. Like I think you I think you might be. I might be The way he sees it, holes and his eighteen person team have built a way to augment creativity. I showed my piece to an art expert, and be honest, I won't be I' am be,
0: being honest with you' it's definitely digitally created.
1: She says using tech is fine as long as we're transparent about it.
0: The user should be warned. If you still choose to buy it, that's up to you.
1: Now, I've come to Seattle to talk to the man who made this. Anthony Edwards, trained as an art director, showed me how easy it is. And How about like Vampire City impressionist watercolor? Couple holding hands, whoa. He says he doesn't sell pieces anymore. Right now, he's using Midjourney to visualize hip hop performers who died young as they would look if they'd lived to old age. The godlike power to commission any artist in history. Yeah, hmm. that's the fun part. Then I showed him what I'd brought. Uh, so it was this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is this art? Do we consider this art? Yeah. Yeah. And are you the artist? Yeah. But he did not paint it. He typed words into an app. What responsibility do you think you have to say to someone like me, hey, you know what? This was kicked out by a piece of AI. On the one hand, I feel like I, I do owe some Uh, On the the other hand, I I kind of feel like if you like it, you like it. David Holds admits he's not totally sure what he's even created. You're going to watch it develop over time. There are some things we know and there are some things we don't know. The challenging thing, the interesting thing is how do we use it to make people better. Jake, this brings up all kinds of legal questions. Number one, in this case, who owns the images that AI is producing? Well, listen, this is the really complicated thing. I mean, the way this software works, you cannot trace from the renderings back to any one image in particular in court. But in a new lawsuit against a similar piece of software, Getty Images says scanning images in its collection violates copyright. Quite likely, Lester, the courts and art historians are going to have to figure this one out. This is all mind-bending for me. <laughs> all right, Jake, thanks very much.
0: As a summary, it is very obvious that AI can create stunning portraits, but what does that really mean for the art world? Now it's time to welcome our special guest from the art world to discuss the meaning of AI for the arts together. Patu Gündal. He is a Cyprus-based multidisciplinary artist who has his interests in paintings, illustrations and NFTs. He works as an art specialist at Arukat. Hello, Batu. How are you doing today? I'm great, you Thank you for having me. It's fun having you here. And I have a few questions for you for today. I have tried to summarize the basics of AI art, but as an artist and art specialist, how do you consider the artists to use AI in their work? Some
2: artists see it as a, a way of collaboration, as if the AI system is a partner, or co-partner, and uh, they collaborate. And some use it as a tool, I guess. Um, I'm kind of more on the tool side, so I prefer to experiment with it. It's such a new technology anyway so um it's kind of fun to see what you can accomplish with it so um yes i'm I'm more of a person who kind of uses as a tool to experiment it's more of a kind of a brush or a pencil for me at this stage just seeing what kind of effects you can accomplish with it or what kind of different um ideas you can generate for you to maybe you know inspire you into a different way
0: i think turkish comedian cembil mas he's trying to convert this into a financial earning
2: yeah, I mean, there's quite a lot of people actually started to do that. Um, they're quite coming up now um, using AI, um, not in just visual arts as well. They have, you know, what is it, chat GBT. So there's lots of different areas that this AI is being used at the moment. So people are trying to benefit from it and trying to use it uh, as, as a financial. Yeah, there are area. a lot
0: of advantages of Definitely. these artificial intelligence based tools, but uh, there might be some concerns. For me, some people fear that AI may render human artists unnecessary in the future what do you think about this issue
2: the thing is as an artist you can't just eliminate them because there's that emotional part of it which don't actually have that it's an algorithm it's based on a huge database of images so it doesn't have that emotional aspect that's actually needed for creating the art it's putting together lots of information producing a product which is essentially actually made up of different artists and photographers work so Mm it's not capable of um, implementing emotions Mm -hmm. so I think that's that's um, a major aspect where you can't just eliminate an artist from it and expect this AI to produce artworks
0: just by itself so you also think that AI generator and AI based art can win an award in a competition
2: well that's uh, that's an interesting (laughs) question Um, I mean it depends because what's the criteria for this competition but um, if you're looking for something genuine original something like I said with uh with emotion and um, with feeling then you are going to have to have an artist's touch in that otherwise it's just mm-hmm. i mean at the moment when you look at most of these um artworks that are produced by these ai algorithms it's um they all kind of have a similar taste to it they all have this hyper realistic feel but with a fantastic background you need that human intuition in in it for me personally for mm-hmm. it to be an acceptable piece of artwork otherwise it's just experimentation and uh, you know inspired. You, but as a finished product, personally, I want to see that human aspect in the work.
0: Or human touch. Yeah, human touch, yeah, yeah, exactly. AR art generators create opportunities for future artists as digital artists. Definitely. Uh, this creates job opportunities for these artists and people who want to be artists, but they don't have any opportunities to study in art schools mm-hmm. or paying annual fees and accommodation, etc. So what do you think our future in AI will be in terms of art world? <laughs>
2: <laughs> with with the pace that everything's, you know, going, it's very hard to kind of know where it'll, where it'll be at in, I would say a year, but let alone in a couple of months, it's just changing so quickly. I, I would always see it as, it will kind of evolve with, I mean, it's something that's going to be evolving with, with the human as well. So I don't think it will become something that will be able to create artwork solely by itself. Like I said before, I mean, people want to see that human touch, that human interaction. It's probably going to be more of a kind of collaboration and uh, than just having AI throw out amazing pieces of artwork, which it it will be able to do, but um, yeah.
0: For the audience, what do you want to say in terms of being an artist, digital artists or using AI in their artworks? What do you suggest to our audience?
2: Um, I would encourage them to embrace this time and this technology, play around with it, see what it can do and see how they can benefit from it. I don't think they need to be scared of it at this time. It's mm-hmm. uh, still in the early stages, so embracing it and seeing what you can create with it. I've been using it myself as well for a while now, so it's interesting. It, I'm not scared of the technology at the moment. There are a lot of people who are, a lot of artists, are mm-hmm. kind of like you said, is it going to take over? Is it going to take the place of art? artists but I don't believe that will happen. So as a tool uh, it's definitely worth using and experimenting with, seeing where it will take you. I mean, it, it's it's a new technology where um, there's a lot of unknown, so that unknown should be took upon to see where uh, you can take your creative process as an
0: artist. So yeah, definitely play around with it. So as a summary, we can say that AI can be our friends instead of our benefits in terms of creating arts.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think it's it's it should be our friend. It, well, (laughs) (laughs) or or if it's your enemy as well you know what they say You know, keep friends close keep your enemies closer (laughs) that's so true
0: we will see okay Batu thank you very much for being our guest today it was a a pleasure thank you very much Eskir thank you see you bye bye see you bye many thanks to Batu for being our special guest today as always please follow us on all our social media accounts and please stay tuned for the next episode where we will explore the technology of non-fungible tokens aka NFTs. I'm Oz, and hasta la vista, guys.